Welcome to the Live From Rest podcast. I'm Steve Smith, your host and the author of the Live From Rest app. Each week in this podcast, we take time to explore the ancient art of being. We host conversations, short talks and reflections about how we can live from rest in a world full of busyness and distraction. We created the Live From Rest app because we needed it and we think you might need it too. If you haven't done so already, make sure that you go to the App Store or to Google Play and download it today. Discover meditation rooted in the way of Jesus and a life of peace with freedom from anxiety, worry and strife. And I'm delighted to have my lovely wife Lucinda with me again. Welcome Lucinda. Thank you. Hello. (laughs) So as you will hopefully know, we're doing a, a series of four discussions on on rest last week we did rest is is stillness and what are you going to talk to us about today Lucinda today the title of today's is rest is presence that's God's presence wonderful so if you, if you haven't heard last um, the last session please look it up it was so good we talked about rest being um, stillness and I love the concept that you've come up with that busyness can be, and maybe often is, and maybe always is, a desert place. It's a really interesting concept. It was, it's a paradox, I reckon, where we can, we can feel that we're being very productive and, and worthwhile, but actually, if we're just losing out on time with God, we are in a spiritual desert place. That's a great thought, isn't it? Mm, yes. And it's um, it's subtle, isn't it? We slip into it very easily without being aware of what's happening. I think because we can feel we can feel fulfilled and purposeful and um, satisfied on one level, which is probably a soulish level, but actually spiritually we can be slowly drying up. Absolutely, mm. and we may have a lot to show for our lives. Lots of things mm. that we've achieved. Um, lots of things that we've um, done and got a lot of credit for, but if it's been done without God, then it's a waste of time. It's it's um, straw to mm. be burnt. Mm. Anyway, Lucinda, tell us what you've got um, to share today. So, um, yes, this is a, a, some thoughts really on on the fact that God's presence is rest. It's it kind of brings us rest, but his presence is rest. I'll, I'll um, talk about that. So rest is not about us, I don't think. I think it's about him. We think it's about us, our need for peace, our desire to slow down, our striving for greater contentment. That's why I started seeking rest uh, in a in a bigger way. I needed God's peace and to be closer to him. The chaos of the world, the brokenness of life, the issues that I could not resolve, the elusive intimacy that I longed for with him drove me to the only place I could be sure of, to the only one who knew me better than I knew myself and to the one who has the answers. So I thought it was me 
seeking, running after him, pursuing him. But now I know that actually everything starts with him. It's he who woos us and chases after us that we might find rest. It's our Heavenly Father's will, I believe, to give us rest, to provide himself as our sanctuary, to take from us our stress in exchange for his peace. This is who God is. Uh, You know, his very presence is our rest. His love for you and for me is so great that in response to nothing given on our behalf, he gives us everything. We bring nothing to the table. We can only approach because he first held out his hand to us. And this is what I'm learning. Um, So whether I choose to stop and physically rest, literally, you know, put my feet up type rest, or whether my rest is an act of faith in God's ability to take care of me and my stuff, he's already there. He already has it covered. He is waiting for me and all that's required is that I step in and take hold of what is already mine. I I think of it like this, the gift of rest was given a long, long, long time ago and at great cost. And as we so often consider, this journey of ours with God is primarily a journey of faith. We're talking about faith, really. We responded to him when we decided to follow Jesus. We responded in the first instance in faith. You know, often it was timid and sometimes in desperation, but it was faith, a small step towards him in acknowledgement of our need. And he responded by scooping us up. He read our hearts. He already knew all about us. And now, of course, we're further down the road, for we have now walked many miles with Jesus and we have become wearied and drained. And oh, how good it would be to rest. And we've forgotten that God's very presence is our rest. It's interesting to read in the Old Testament that Moses would not travel with the Israelites on and into the promised land that God had spoken about, unless he knew with certainty that God would go with him, with them. And in response to this desire, God reassures Moses. In Exodus chapter 33, verse 14, God says, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. And, um, I don't know, day in and day out, in the mundane, in the repetitive activities of daily life, in the stress of work and family and church and tragedy and crisis, God is present and he promises to give us rest. His presence, of course, is his character, his nature, present with us right here, right now no matter how we're feeling, no matter what's going on. And his character, his nature is his peace, his provision, his goodness, his faithfulness, his protection. And so uh, believing these to be 
intrinsic aspects of who God is and drawing on these qualities gives us rest. That's what gives us rest. So in the moment of panic over finances or in the stress of things going wrong, in the challenge of illness or in loss, in fear and anxiety, God himself is present and his presence provides us with the peace that we crave, the reassurance we desire, the healing, the restoration that we long for. He goes with us and gives us rest. His presence gives us rest. So we're back again to faith, back to making a choice to believe his word and his promises or not. The choice is ours and only we can make it. I'm reminded of Thomas. Do you remember Thomas? He refused to believe in the resurrection until he could physically touch Jesus's wounds And Jesus said this to him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. And I'm really comforted by those verses. I go back to them quite often. And and so it is with rest. It's an act of faith to choose to stop the worrying, to choose to stop controlling everything, and to let go. It's an act of faith to leave things undone sometimes, to stop, to take stock, even to drop some of the balls that we're juggling. And you know, it doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what other people say or how radical or how crazy our decision might be. What matters is whether we really believe that Jesus will and can do what he says he will and can do. And and I believe that there is nothing more that God can give you, can give me, can give us. He's given us everything that we will ever need. 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 3 says that. It says that we have everything that we need for life and godliness. And if we crave stillness, if you're longing for that and for rest, you can have it. It's yours. Take it, grasp it with both hands and don't let go, ever. And I believe that actually it is this rest that sets us apart as God's people from all the other people on the earth. It is the presence of God with us in our trauma, in our struggle, that gives us the ability to rest, to exhibit peace and grace and calm against all the odds. We can process the struggles and the difficulties in a different way to the rest of the world. And Moses says just this to God, again in Exodus chapter 33, how will anyone know that you're pleased with me and with your people, unless you go with us. What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? And really, this is my story. Having grappled and wrestled over identity, having struggled with lack of role and purpose, I have finally found a measure of rest. And these days I really am 
quite content just to be and to rest in my Father God's promises. He doesn't lie, so I choose to believe him, both in the now and for my future. His presence is enough. Wow, that is so good. That really is good. So when we know God's presence, we we will be rested. Yeah, I think so. And you you spoke about presence, um, God's presence, and you linked it with faith. And I thought that was a really important point because um, for many years, if you, if if you asked me about God's presence, I would have linked it with something that you feel. And that's not to say that I have necessarily had many times when I've physically felt God's presence. Um, but there, and there are a lot of people who who do actually have tangible experiences of God's presence and they, they feel different, they, they shiver. Actually, I can remember that happened to me on one occasion when I, I really did, I was, I was shaking because of the presence of God, but that's very rare. And, um, and, uh, and so many people say, I just don't feel God. I just don't, I don't, I don't know he's even, if he's even there. And I, I know you've had that experience, mm. but that can be changed, can't it? When, when you actually choose to believe that God is present, even if you don't feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think for a long time I um, struggled with the fact that I didn't feel God's presence. I didn't, I never fell or shook or laughed or had any tangible um, sort of, yeah, sense that he was in the room. And it bothered me. It bothered me a lot. And I used to think I must be less or I must be inferior or something was wrong with me. Why wouldn't I feel his presence? But actually now, um, you know, I'm a lot older and I've walked through that process of struggling with that. And and that verse, you know, the verse, um, the verse about Thomas, that has meant so much to me. It's not about what we feel. It really is not. More and more and more. I look at the New Testament and I think if you underline the the times that Jesus says, um, you know, it's your faith. It's your faith. It's, It's his faith. It's their faith. You know, God loves faith. Absolutely loves it. And I think he's drawn to it like a magnet. Mm. And, um, it's not about feelings it's not about feelings it's just about a choice to believe what he says yeah that's Mm. so good so if you get the feelings of god's presence fantastic but if you don't well no problem we can choose to believe that he's present because he is because we know he's present Mm. and when we know that he's present we know his presence we can we will be at rest won't we Mm. i think um this, this is this is touching on a subject that you're going to be doing maybe in the next podcast, talking mm, about yeah, rest and faith. Yeah. Something else that you said was that, that, that resting in God starts with God. It doesn't, it's not, you know, we might think, well, I'm going to choose to rest in God, but actually he's the one that draws draws us. And I, I was reminded of, of the verse, and it, I've just looked it up, and it's where, where Jesus says, you did not choose me, but I chose you. And do you mm-hmm. know where that comes? That comes in, in John chapter 15. I'm just curious to see that that comes at the end of that amazing passage in John's Gospel where Jesus talks about abiding. Mm. So we, I hope many of us will know that lovely passage. I am the vine, you are the branches, and Jesus calls us to abide in him. And that's resting, isn't it? Yeah. And and that's where, where he says, I chose you. It's like I chose you to rest in me. Yeah. And interestingly, that's when we'll bear fruit. Mm. 
Yeah. I've got just one other little thought that you know, we time's marching on and we'll close soon, but um, just the, the idea of rest, because so often, I mean, even with, with the app that we're encouraging people to, to use, rest is, is, is like a process sort of, of turning, turning the lights down, maybe sitting in a nice comfortable chair, um, taking some deep breaths, closing your eyes. And uh, you mentioned that as one form of rest, but also rest, you can be rested, can't you, whilst you're busy? Mm, I, I believe that. I really believe that. Yeah, I think we think of rest as physically stopping and putting up your feet. Um, and oh, I haven't got time for that. You know, my days are too full. I haven't got time to stop and, and have a rest. But actually, um, I yes, I absolutely believe that you can live a busy fulfilled life but do it from a place of rest which is really why the the title of of you know the, the ministry living from rest is so apt because it, it is I, I believe I absolutely believe you can live your whole life and be you know doing great things for God but do it all from a place of rest from a place of, of, of stillness inside, from a place of peace, from a place of just dependence on him, you know, like a small child, like a small child. And, and when you need to stop and physically put up your feet, of course, that's, that's necessary too. Of course it is. Breaks and holidays, etc., etc. But, um, yeah. Yes. Mm. This, this reminds me of a book I read a long time ago, and if, if it's available, get hold of a copy. It's um, Life in the Fast Lane by Joyce Huggett. And so she describes what we're talking about. You can live in the, in, in, you can live in the fast lane, and you can live um, you know, with your mind focused on God. But she does actually say that if you want to live your life in the fast lane, you do need to spend some time in the laybys as well. So um, there's a balance. But anyway, that's a, that's, a, that's a great thought. Thank you mm. so much, Lucinda. Mm, it's a pleasure. And so next time we will be looking at um, uh, Rest is Faith. Yeah, Rest uh, is Faith, yes. And we've sort of touched on that a bit already. Yeah, we have, yeah, yes. So join us next time. And if you haven't got it already, please do download our app, Live From Rest, available on the App Store for Apple users and on Google Play for Android users. And we will be making, um, giving you opportunities to get in contact. Please do contact us, give us some feedback on, on what we've been saying in these podcasts. We've got some great plans for, for other materials, webinars, and so on. So we'll be, we'll be publishing those soon. Keep in contact, we'd love to hear from you. So goodbye for now and hit, see you next time.